Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? It is Friday, uh, and we are about to preview a Rams-Cowboys game, which... Make it ugly. <laughs> the, the, the the level of excitement I have in this game is like the first, I'm not even the first preseason game, like the second or third one where it's just like, I, I kind of have an idea how it's going to go. I'm not super excited whether, you know, what happens if they win or lose. It's just, there's a game to be watched. And I, I, I know we shouldn't feel that way, but that's, that's the way that I feel right now. Is that wrong? Uh... No, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, anything could happen. That's the other thing, but it, too. Is, the, I mean, the thing is, even if... Okay, the problem is anything can happen. So even if Dallas wins this game, it's not like that makes... you know, means It doesn't help playoffs. anything, no. That's, right, that's, that's, why, that's why I think I'm so... I don't know calm towards this game oh because, because there's there's no there's no risk is that what it is right the, yeah, yeah. Oh, there, gotcha there, there's there's nothing that i can come out of this game and say well their season's over or if they win well they're back you know they're back to being a playoff contender i also it, feel like by saying that out loud you are quite clearly tempting fate <laughs> like 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 they like they would find a way to uh you know have the season be over oh yeah like Dak will break his leg or something you know like i'm knocking Jeez, on wood. i just knocked on wood and i did it right above the microphone so everyone heard it knock <laughs> on wood don't on. put those thoughts out uh, of the universe. you're the one yeah. you're, you're the one who's putting it out there i'm not saying that that's <laughs> all right let's go ahead and preview this game the one that's going to be Dak prescott's last no game it is now. not don't do that <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and start with the Cowboys on offense against the Rams defense. Uh, I actually think Dallas's offense matches up pretty well with the Rams. Uh, you know, to be frank, uh, they, you know, they have a lot of talent on their defense, uh, specifically Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey's one of the best corners in the league. Their safeties are really good with Eric Weddle and Taylor Rapp, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys have a lot of success moving the ball on offense against this Rams defense. Which specific matchups are you looking forward to seeing this week, Landon? Well, I think yeah, I mean, I think the marquee ones, without a doubt, are are you know Zach Martin versus Aaron Donald, uh, Cooper versus Ramsey. Uh, you know, I think those are really the kind of the real big ones. Uh, you know, Fowler versus Tyron Smith will probably be pretty good. Um, I-, I think that those are kind of the the marquee matchups that are mm-hmm. are are. To, to watch as far as individual matchups. Now, I don't know that like those are going to end up being the most important matchups. I mean, I think that there's going to, because there, I think that you've got two giants on either side of the, the, uh, the, the, the ball kind of battling it out uh, on their level. And I think a lot is going to actually come down to uh, some of these down, down, you know, down the line guys and, and how well they're able to manage to do their job against their counterparts because, uh, like you said, I think the matchup is uh, it's pretty good, right? It's it's um, sure between the but as, uh, from a skill set wise, uh, I think for the Cowboys, 
they really need uh, uh, Amari Cooper to come out and have a big game. I I, I, I think it's it's you know they they're playing at home. Uh, if they want to win this game, they need to find a way to throw the football uh, on this offense. Uh, despite the fact that they've got uh, you know Jalen Ramsey and then frankly a guy in Troy Hill who may be playing play better well. playing better than Jalen Ramsey yeah. is at this point, you know. So uh, uh, I think that you know the the Cowboys if they're going to find a way to win this game, um, you know I don't know that running the football is gonna is gonna be enough you know, even if they can make make head headway on this on defensive yep. line, which they probably will be able to. Uh, I, I just think that they need to find a way to get the ball going in the air because uh, there's a good chance that the Rams could just take off. And this, I, I just, I have a feeling that there is very little chance that this defense is going to be able to stop the Rams from scoring points. So you you need to score points on offense. Yeah, I was going to say the Cowboys have actually done a pretty good job with Prescott. Oh, and I think they played two games now: the playoff game and then one in 2017. Uh, they've done a pretty good job at moving the ball against this Wade Phillips defense. That really hasn't been the problem. The the problem has been on the other side of the ball. We're going to get to that in a second. Um, but I want to talk about one matchup here, Landon. The Rams linebackers, uh, specifically their off-the-ball linebackers. Corey Littleton uh, is a good player. Uh, they brought him back this year. He, I, he's better in coverage than he is against the run. Uh, but it's that other spot that has been a problem. Uh, they've used Troy Reader. They've tried Kenny Young a little bit, who they brought over from Baltimore. Um, but we've seen this year that the Cowboys really haven't been able to expose teams with bad linebackers. I remember when we were, when we were talking about uh, the Jets early in the season or the Packers uh, when they had some problems at linebacker. Why haven't the Cowboys been able, been able to expose you know teams' weaknesses uh, off the ball? You know, I, I mean, I think it has to do with – the kind of combinations of routes they're using. I mean, I, I just think that they haven't really like. I I feel like we never see Elliot go out and run like a Texas route, you know, or or like yeah, a, not very often. If we it, see Elliot run a route, it's typically something towards the sideline, right? So so maybe what you see is more, uh, you know, more Pollard in there, and and with some of these, you know, he's finally coming back a little bit healthier. Maybe he get an opportunity to kind of like get him in there and 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 try to exploit some of the middle of the field coverage of the the back end linebackers or you know I, it also depends on you know Wade Phillips is going to draw up some blitzes of course and you know and there's, he's going to try a lot of different things so there's very a high likelihood in which you know that they they'll try to try to keep Howard or. or um, uh, reader uh, out of coverage by you know getting moving them around or, or or attacking the line of scrimmage with them. Right. Um, I think for the Cowboys, you know, they we started to see a little bit more of Jarwin last week mixed in with Witten. Um, I, I think that the the Cowboys need to get this team spread out and then and make these guys these coverage linebackers you know stop the draw. Focus on yes. being, you yeah. know, account for the middle of the field and the run game as well. Uh, th- that's the one thing about Aaron Donald is that you know he is so quick to get upfield that if you can get Martin to push him past the pocket, you can you can hit the middle of this defense with a draw. Uh, and I like Elliott in the open field with the ball in his hands versus Littleton and Howard. Yeah, I'll also be curious to see if the Cowboys do use a little bit of Tony Pollard in the passing game. He was out last week. I believe with an ankle sprain, should be good to go this week. 
it just feels like there's some opportunity there for the Cowboys to take advantage of the Rams linebackers if if they decide to use Tony Pollard more as a slot receiver or on Texas routes, as you mentioned. Uh, just something to kind of monitor as we're going through the game. Uh, let's take a quick quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about this Cowboys offense against the Rams defense. All right, Landon, I want to talk about the offensive line for a little bit. You mentioned Aaron Donald. Uh, I, I always think it's a lot of fun to see how the Cowboys are going to block him. Uh, but I want to <laughs> talk about the tackles today. Uh, Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins against their edge rushers. Uh, Dante Fowler, Clay Matthews, um, Samson Ekuvon. Um, how do you think the Cowboys match up there? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, I, I don't really worry about a consistent pass rush uh, having, uh, you know, a huge effect on the Cowboys on the outside. I mean, I, I think you know, these are these are talented guys, but they'll probably get some hay made. But, I mean, Dante Fowler Jr., to me, is not necessarily the type of rusher that Tyron Smith usually has problems with, you know? He's not the kind of big athletic. He's not, you know, I, the guy that I would think like not that this particular player would give him problems, but the kind of player that I feel like gives him problems at times is the uh like the Leonard Floyd type body types, yeah, right? Yep, Where they yep. can get upfield quickly and then once they get there they can get him off balance and they can use uh, their power there while he's off balance to get into the end zone. I, agree. I yep. think Fowler is explosive, but, but Tyron Smith's patient. Um, and, and really, you know, as soon as he gets within striking distance, uh, you know, Fowler's size against Smith means that, you know, once he gets touched, it's over basically. Yeah. I, w- once Tyron gets his hands on him, I, I don't anticipate much happening after yeah. that point. It's not um, like it's not like a, a what was the guy that played for the for the Dolphins and and the Giants? He was really that perfect. Olivier kind of, Vernon. Yeah, Vernon had the perfect kind of just yep. combination of skill set to take advantage of Smith. Absolutely. Um, and, and Xavier Shul- Matthews is no, you know Matthews is not going to do anything to Collins. I'm not no, worried about I, that. I mean, he's a savvy player, but as far as a pass rusher, and uh, I think it's more that's you know that's not really uh, what he's going to be valuable is as a as a movable piece in in like mm-hmm. zone blitzes and that sort of thing for I, I was just going to say I I worry more about Clay Matthews not rushing the passer whether it's like knocking down passes at the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. you know coming in off blitzes doing that kind of stuff forcing fumbles you know after you know a running back is by him more so than actually bending around the edge and getting to the quarterback um really quickly how nervous does Xavier Suafilo make you in this game I mean, he makes me he makes me nervous in all games. But I mean, now that he's playing the best play, player in football, uh, you know, on some downs, it's it's not great. Uh, Will we I, ever see a rep this week where Suafilo is one on one with Aaron Donald? Do you think that'll ever happen? Yeah, because I think they'll oh. find they'll find a way to do it. They'll, they'll what they'll do is they'll line up, you know, th- kind of like how the Cowboys do. They'll line up three guys on the on that on one side of the nose of the ball. And force one on ones, you know what I'm saying? And Donald will be, be that middle guy. Terrifying. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that that's that, you know, Wade Phillips is not dumb. He he knows how to exploit matchups. So, uh, yeah, I I think that that's gonna happen. I just think that they need to be ready for when that happens. All right, let's talk about the other side of the ball: the Rams' offense against the Cowboys' defense. Uh, three weeks ago, if you would have told me that I was worried about this this side of the ball. I would have thought you were crazy because the Cowboys' defense was playing fairly well, uh, and the Rams' offense just looked absolutely atrocious. 
Uh, but they've got most of their weapons back now. They have Robert Co- Robert Woods. They have Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup. Gurley starting to play a little bit better. Uh, how nervous does this Rams offense make you this week, Landon? I mean, not nearly as nervous as the Cowboys defense makes me. Yeah, that's really what it is. That's right? what it is. Like, I just don't trust this defense anymore. I mean, it doesn't take the Rams offense being on and, and McVay feeling, you know, you know, groovy <laughs> to to like to, sure. to, to to like you know make me uh make me nervous i mean hell like the bills and the bears did a, enough of that i mean to and- me this feels just like the bears game right where the bears have all these weapons on the outside and their offensive line is so atrocious that the cowboys should be able to dominate this game but i have no faith that that's actually going to happen i mean you look at this rams interior of their offensive line right now and it's atrocious the cowboys Terrible. should be able to eat them up but why do I have no faith that that can actually happen? Because we've done this three weeks in a row. And to do it yeah. a fourth week in a row would be truly madness. So until until these guys come out and prove me wrong, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think the Cowboys have to come out and attack Jared Goff. You know what I'm saying? Like what yeah, they cannot – what, can, what they cannot afford to do is, you know, waste the opportunity of the fact that they've got – they have a very clear weakness, one that the Cowboys should, in all you know reality, be able to exploit without having to blitz. But I don't think that they can wait around to figure out if the blitz is going to work. They have got to, uh, they got to come after. I mean, not wait around it, but wait around and try to figure out what's going on. I think that they need to blitz right away, force the issue with Goff, be aggressive and attack him, uh, make him uncomfortable. I can't. I, I think that they're. There's just there, there's just too much at stake with trying to play coverage. I mean, they they haven't they haven't been able to do that with what rushing for. They just no. haven't, you know. No. So I think you start out, uh, make him, you know, blitz him early. If it works, great. Maybe then you can back off a little bit because he can he'll be a little bit rattled. But what you really cannot do is let him kind of figure out his way into the. Uh, 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 figure out his way into the, the uh, a groove and figure out his way into uh, how he wants to play the game and get comfortable. Uh, you've got to figure out a way to, to make disrupt him early. And then it, once you've done it and you kind of you know got him off his mark a little bit, then you can mix it up and that will even further disrupt him. Then you can like fake blitz, rush for, maybe you'll have some success there. But I, I think that the key is you cannot let it... The way that this game is going to get over early is if... if Goff comes out early, gets in a groove, scores an early touchdown, and the Cowboys get like two, three and outs. This game will oh, be yeah. over. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, I mean, it's just the Cowboys. The thing is, I, I agree with you on everything about what you just said in terms of how the Cowboys need to stop Goff. They need to blitz him. They need to get pressure on him. They need to make him feel uncomfortable. But I bet you anything, Sean McVay knows that, right? So, what is he going to do? He's going to have the same game plan that the Vikings had against the Cowboys earlier in the season where they're just going to screen you to death. They're going to challenge your team tackling and your discipline. And I would not be surprised if they start this game with you know, three or four screens, whether it's to Gurley, whether it's to Cooper Cup or Brandon Cooks, on the first couple of drives because they, they want to get Dallas constantly thinking, hey, if you blitz us, this is what's going to happen. It, it just, that's just in the back of my mind that McVay knows how to beat this defense uh, if they decide to be aggressive. I mean, you know, it's uh... I, McVay knows how to beat this defense, even if they don't. 
Yeah, and that's so, I mean that's the thing that's like there's just you know, not many answers the Cowboys can go to. Yeah. I, I agree with your your thought. You have to blitz. You have to get golf, but realize that there's going to be some opportunities I, for some big plays, and it, you're, you're going to just have to live with it. It comes down to this: the Cowboys are losing on defensive side of the ball the last few weeks because they cannot. They play a simplified defense that's based on execution, and they have not been executing. That seems like a problem. Even if they full, even if they are executing, they still have problems against this John McVay offense. So that's where I'm at: is that they could be they could get back to playing their, you know, their normal way or or a high level of defense and still face a a, a very stiff challenge from a, a very well coached offense. I agree. Um, really quickly, I do want to mention this. Linebacker Sean Lee has not practiced all week. Now, the team has not ruled him out. I believe he's going to be designated as questionable. My gut kind of says that they're going to be cautious here, knowing that they have a bigger game next week against Philadelphia. Uh, that means we're likely to see some Joe Thomas and also some Luke Gifford. Um, what do you think Thomas and Gifford can do in this game maybe that Sean Lee couldn't uh, do over the last couple of weeks? <sighs> Well, I think for for, I think there's a level, a, an extra level of athleticism that can be provided. Um, uh, you know, I'm hoping, especially with Thomas, I think that there is a, a a way to kind of get, you know, just just get to get to the ball a step quicker. I mean, Sha- look, Sean Lee is still fantastic. I mean, great to have on the team, but I I think that there is an extra level of uh, quickness and athleticism that you get with, with uh, Joe Thomas that is going to be valuable, especially against, like you mentioned, a team that is potentially going to be running a lot of screens. You know, Sean Lee is recognizing the screens. He just doesn't have the athleticism to get out there and make the tackle. I think Joe Thomas has that. Um, So, and, you know, we don't really know what we've got in Gifford. You know, I mean, I think. That's why I'm excited to see. That's why it almost feels like a preseason game to me because, I'm excited to see some of these unknown players maybe get some more some more reps this week. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, I think that's all well and good. We'll see what exactly is uh, is is gonna be, be his kind of playing style. I'm hoping for a, you know a heady player that has a level of athleticism, and maybe we'll see that this week. Look, I mean, look, sure. it's it's an any given Sunday situation as it always is. It does not look good for the Cowboys, obviously, just because the Cowboys don't need this as much as the team that does need this. And the team that needs this is playing currently better than the Cowboys. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I, if, if, that's if, why I'm not, and that, again, that's why my expectations are so low yeah. at this game, because we've seen it time and time again in the NFL, the more desperate team typically wins, right? And the Cowboys are certainly not a desperate team, despite losing three games. Uh, they know where their season is going. They know what game matters. This isn't it for the Rams. This is everything. They cannot afford to lose this game. Yeah, and and uh, and for the Cowboys, you know, if they're going to win, it's gonna they're gonna need performances from guys like Joe Thomas and Luke Gifford to mm-hmm. to surprise us. You know, because right now, from a very uh, casual look at who's playing this game and and the uh, all the intrigue and, and, and the, 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 the table that's set around us, it, it just does not look good for the Cowboys winning this game. All right, let's go ahead and make our predictions for this one, Landon. Uh, I will allow you to go first. 
Who do you have winning this game and why? I mean, I think I got I think the Cowboys winning twenty four fourteen. No, I'm just, <laughs> I think people have a good idea where we're heading right now. You know, look, it's it, it's I it, and like I told uh, Brad and uh, Locked On Rams. You know, it's it, I think that they were surprised because they thought that this was a, a must win game for the Cowboys, but it's not. Oh, you no. know, it's just no. not. It, they have no chance, zero chance of making the wild card. That's not a route to the playoffs for them. The only right. way to win the get for them to get the playoffs is to, for them to win the division, and this game basically has zero impact on that. So as long as the Cowboys win next week in Philadelphia, they're in basically. Right. Um. So because of that, and because of the fact that the Rams are, uh, you know, on the ascension, where while the Cowboys clearly feel like they are not, because of uh the fact that the the Cowboys. Uh, are playing a team that is, you know, in a, the maybe the best division of football, and they can't, you know, afford another loss. Uh, yeah, it's hard not to. And again, because of week after week, they have shown that they can't provide any kind of consistency, or they can't be relied on to, uh, 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 you know, show any kind of, especially defensive consistency. And then their offense has really been. Uh, consistently inconsistent as well, just in the way that they will, like I said, three steps forward, one step back, and, and that one step back is usually at the most inopportune time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just have a hard time picking the Cowboys, and, and frankly, I feel like it, it could be a, one of the situations where the game gets ugly. You know? And yeah, it, it, I, I was just about to say that. I, I have a feeling this is going to be one of these like thirty-one to thirteen type of games where. Uh, you know, maybe Dallas stays in it for a quarter and a half. Maybe it's like the Buffalo game or the Chicago game where they open up the game with a lot of fire. Uh, they have a really good game plan coming in, but it's just you you can't keep executing for all four quarters. The Rams start to pull away in the second and third quarter, and it renders the fourth quarter useless. Would not be surprised if it's one of those type of games because the Rams, I feel like, are another team that – they play well when they're confident. And we saw that last week. You know, they, they start scoring a couple touchdowns, and all of a sudden they feel like nobody in the league can stop them. Uh, I, I don't necessarily feel the same way about the Cowboys on offense or defense. It, it does feel like this game is going to get kind of ugly. Uh, so I'll go ahead, and I'll, I'm going to pick 31-13. Uh, I, I don't feel great about this game. Uh, but like you mentioned, anything can happen. Maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe this will be the game that turns the Cowboys season around. You never know. I mean, one or two breaks go your way. A couple balls get tipped and are intercepted. Uh, you, that can change the entire momentum of not only a game, but for the season. It'll be fascinating to see uh, what can happen here in week 15. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.